you know you're getting old whenever you have a rock and roll band and you come to practice and before you start jamming everybody spends about 45 minutes talking about the prescriptions that they're taking <laughs> yes <laughs> yes stretching stretching we should recorded that moan, moan. Moan. Right. that's the outtakes yeah. that's the intro i don't care what you guys say <laughs> awesome. welcome to the let it rip podcast your go-to source for everything music industry and rock and roll related. And now, for your host, Ron Jones! All right, right, guys, here we are. Great intro, Josh. Thank you so much. And as usual, here we are again. I am the Rowdy Rocker, and you are... What are we doing, Josh? Here, are we doing the Let It Rip with Ron podcast? So, what we're doing today? Yes, we got a lot of shit going on, don't we? Yeah, you do. We really do. Hey, guys, this is awesome. I am. I uh, we're at Jeff Campbell's place. I guess you can call it the studio. I am here with the four guys from Payne's Chapel, Mister Ken Williams, Teddy Owensby, who's looking at a porno book. No, it no, is that guitar? No. Okay, I didn't know. I, I saw blonde hair on there. I wasn't sure Douche. what it was. Brian May. Brian May. I'm sorry. I don't think that's porno. Guitar porn. The one and only Jeff Campbell's over Guitar here also. Porn. And <laughs> Mr. Tim Gray. And uh, I think you guys have seen a post on the podcast on the music page that uh, this was going to be the whiskey interview. And uh, by God, it's already started that way. So anyway, guys, um, this is a little bit different than as Ken's. He got it. The Metallica whiskey. Was that what he just drank? Blackened in the air. Ken Williams right now is uh, blackened. He is drinking blackened from Metallica, the the bourbon, right on. (laughs) Hey, guys, it's been uh, two years since we've all been in the same room with each other. Um, I won't even I don't even really want to discuss that last interview we did. I was 247 pounds, and my (laughs) wife was uh, videotaping us with a a cell phone in a cave. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's the best way. But where were where were we at when that Ziggy, interview went down? Ziggy. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, Ziggy's at the old uh, fireman yeah. charity show that's we right. had over there. Yeah, that's right. Oh, man, I almost forgot about that. Uh, that would yeah, time flies when you're having fun. So in the meantime, you guys have been doing some stuff. You've been recording. Um, I was lucky enough to hear a couple of songs just a few minutes ago from a new CD you're recording. So Ken, I'm going to start with you. I'm going to go around with all you guys. What have you been up to, and how is all this progressing? How did everything start up that you guys got back together and started recording again? Well, we've always been trying to record, but attempts earlier just always kind of just fell flat, and, and we never could get our shit together and, and, and actually nail it down. We wasted a bunch of money with paying for studio time and stuff like that, and we, we finally just ended up breaking down and, and uh, buying our own gear and... and Jeff has sat down and busted his ass and, and learned how to mix and master. And uh, we've all learned about how, more about tracking and, and, and just recording in general. So we just decided to, to kind of take a break from writing and shit like that and, and just focus solely on, on the record because it's been however many years that we've been together and we still... Yeah, six years. Yeah, six years. six years that we've been together and we still don't have a record. But uh, we got eight finished and uh, uh, only a few more to go. And, 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 and you know what? It's amazing to me that when you say that it's been six years because I've been playing your music on my radio show and your reaction's been awesome. And I've had several people go, so what are their CDs? What are their discs? How long have they been around? And it, it These are old songs you're that. hearing. <laughs> is it? Yeah, it really is. Around. Super you old know, songs. I mean, and Teddy, I was in them. Seattle, I think, when you got hold of me and said you were putting a band back together. Am I, am I correct? I think it was around 2014, Yeah, I kind of got, a little bit got a little tricked into, you know, at first it was just supposed to come over here, learn a couple songs, do some recording, and then, you know, six months later. No, we just told you that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and then six months later, we're like, Tim sends a thing. And goes, hey, we're gonna play track twenty nine. We're gonna open for this band called Lacuna Cool. And I'm like, what have first I just show. got into? First show, six months together. I don't even know Lacuna everything. Cool. And here we go, you know. <laughs> and from there on, it's been just like that. Okay, so Tim, was this something? This has been a friendship with you guys for how many years now? Oh. Well, me and Jeff, <laughs> good lord, me and Jeff and Teddy played thirty years Hell, ago. I was eighteen. We've played yeah, over and thirty Teddy years ago. Bought- got for christmas our two first instruments from our parents we made it a plan that we he would get a bass and i would get a guitar 
at 12 years old. No shit. Really? And then we've been together ever since, and pretty much off and on. For him on the same Christmas. And then we met Tim. <laughs> we met Tim and another guy when we were 18 years old. And uh, we've been with him ever since. So when did all four of you guys play for the first time together? Uh, six about years six ago. years ago, yeah. <laughs> Ken uh, actually reached out to me. Uh, I so was wait, looking, now um, let me get this straight. So you no, and no, Jeff. No, no, no. They were all already together. Jeff, Tim, and Ken Robert. But I, you played with Jeff before, though, right? Oh, f- for most Our of my life. life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Time, he was not playing. Now, were with you us. playing with these guys, too, then? Yeah, me and Jeff were we tinkering around. We had a band around. called Chokeslam. Yeah, We've we been... had a band for years and years, and we put out some albums, and that band disintegrated. And then me and, and that was Jeff, Chokeslam, right? Yeah, yes. that was Chokeslam. And then me and Jeff just kept playing and writing songs and fooling around and tinkering. And then Ken reached out to me, hey, I've got this band, we're needing a drummer. And I said, well, I've got this band, we're needing a singer. (laughs) So then he came over here, and uh, right from the beginning, it was excellent. And then, obviously, we needed a bass player, so Teddy was the first call. It really was the singer we've been looking for since we were 18 years old. Right. Well, and this was just a side project. We were into Skid Row. We were into uh, Cinderella. Rest in peace, Jeff Labar. And we I even mentioned into, to you a few years ago, you guys were into Queensryche oh, also, right? Yeah, we were into Queensryche, Operation Mind Crime. I mean, that was right. a great album. And it was Here Comes Ken. Two decades later. <laughs> hey. And we're like, where the fuck have you been? <laughs> <laughs> all right, so I want to ask all four of you, and I'm going to touch on a nerve here. And only because I've talked to Jeff, I've talked to Teddy. Every now and then I, I say something to Tim. So, what's it like being in a studio together? Is there some tension? <laughs> Lot, lots it's of tension. Awesome. I, I told you I was going to ask it. Teddy Con- loves it. Con- it constant tension. Teddy loves it. Fucking awesome. He's I'll sit in here on that couch, yeah. and I'll listen to these two right here argue and argue. Yeah. Hey, you say these two. You're talking about Ken Williams and Jeff oh, Campbell, right? it's like brothers. I feel, yeah, I feel like... I feel like Ken should be able to read my mind. <laughs> <laughs> and Jeff should be able to read mine as well. And yeah, and vice versa. So it's yeah, beautiful. there's it's when there is spoken words, it's not good at at times. But the mental telepathy part of it's pretty good. Well, and it's and, and I actually enjoy it because it it is brotherly love. And for me who I, I'm a single guy that I live by myself. I work by myself. I'm constantly by myself. And so the camaraderie that I, I come over here every week to spend time with these guys because it's important to me right. to, to just to have time to hang out with these, these guys are my best friends. And they're my only friends. And, and so for Jeff and I to, to get into it and to yell at each other and, and 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 just we're being passionate about something. For some reason, he that, sings better afterwards. He really does. Yes. <laughs> and the it's, anger. But it's it's just both of us being passionate about what we're trying to accomplish. And and after it's over, after we yell at each other, we laugh about it and we just move on. And and it's there's nothing even ever said about it again. We just, yeah, and it's constantly just four people, literally. We've got the same outlook, but we, we all, all have different ways to get there. <laughs> And we definitely express our feelings towards each other. We try to be friendly, but, you know, man, it turns but into... But you're passionate, too. I mean, it's music in your language. But we're also good enough friends okay. that we can, we can have constructive criticism that we throw at each other, and feelings aren't going to be damaged forever. Right. Yeah, it's every but other week. Some right. of them I've been like, mm, this one might take a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Five minutes later, I'm like, he's over here doing a song, and he's doing it right, and... I'm like, we'll stay in here and show Well, up. and it's just the oldest <laughs> trick in the book, too. Every yeah. other week, it's like, fuck you, you piece of shit. You're worthless. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> you sing out a key. Yeah. Ken, you have no fucking rhythm. <laughs> and I'll see you tomorrow, you asshole. Oh, yeah. oh wow. This is great. Love yeah. you. Mean it. We're not editing any of this. I'm just telling you, this is... Okay, so... But a few minutes ago, you guys played me a couple of songs off the new CD that you're going to be releasing. And the first thing that I said was, I've got goosebumps, and this music sounds absolutely nothing. I mean, it's way above what you guys have released before. Is that a life experience while you're doing that? Is it you got more time in the studio together? No, what? We've had six years to refine these songs. Some of the know? older stuff well, is we've... mostly them that they brought. And, and then this newer stuff is 
Everybody. All of collective. This right. is all yeah, of me and, and there'll be a we, little bit of we, both on the album. Yeah, and we've got some songs on there. Literally, there's one song I know of that's right. at least 20 years old. Well, it's the song we... And it's one really? of the best songs. We, the song now, we did gave you, Ken. Did you play that, you play that first, song with Chokeslam? First song you ever learned. Yeah, it was uh, Gypsies and Razorblades. You played song. Gypsies on the radio first Oh, Gypsies and Razorblades. Yeah. So that's the first song we sent Ken. Really? And he came in the first time he jammed with us and had lyrics for it. Well, and, Tim's, Tim's and we never me the heard song. it before. I wrote it and then sent it to him. And when he and, did and, it, I called Teddy. I was like, "Dude, you got to come over and jam." Yeah, because uh, this is what, what we're. Was. This that's is the dangerous games. toys, the the Skid Row, the Queen's. This is the shit that we love. It was everything combined, right mm-hmm. there from the first. Day. And to me, the song was a Queen's right song. To me, whenever I wrote the song in the beginning, I thought, "Man, this sounds like Queen's." Actually, to Teddy me. sent me that song some time ago, yeah, the first time, back, yeah. and I was in Seattle at the time. And the first thing you know, and I'm I'm friends with Scott Rockenfeld, some of the guys at Queen's right. And the first thing I sent back to him was, "Holy shit, sounds like Queen's right." Yeah, and I mean. Yeah. I hope See, it wasn't like we do that all the time. You like somewhere, all these but... new songs, I'm sitting there going, "Damn, he sounds like Mark Slaughter." <laughs> Damn, he sounds like a dude from Grim Reaper. No, he no, don't. He sounds or, like Ken. It, or, a lot you like know? Grim Reaper and Jason, <laughs> some Jason McMaster every now and then. Too. Yeah, all of that combined. But if you can get everybody yeah. saying all those whenever, things, whenever I was having my my Cinderella celebration the other night, and I was listening to Cinderella all night. I mean, Tom Kiefer's totally, I mean, that's like completely my style. That's, that's how I see Tom sing. Kiefer's one of the Tom greatest Kiefer. vocalists in history of music. Yeah, I just yeah. saw a thing where how long it took him to rebuild his mm-hmm. vocals. After, after yeah, well, yeah the throat damage. They and, told him he would never sing again. And actually, you know what? Uh, for everybody that's listening to the interview right now, Ken just brought up Cinderella. And for everybody that's been on my page this last week, on the radio show, everywhere else, um, two wonderful people that were in the band of Cinderella, Gary Corbett and Jeff Labar, both uh, tragically passed away on the same day last week. Cinderella, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Cinderella was definitely a different band that came out from the 80s, and I really do believe... There you go, Jeff Campbell's holding up night songs over here. <laughs> yeah, first One of the greatest ever albums ever. Was, uh, Shake Me. Best Cinderella album there is. And right you know there. what? To me, it, it, out of all the bands that came out of the 80s, honestly, this is how I feel about it. I, you know, I worked with Motley Crue. You guys know all the story about that. Cinderella got pigeonholed in the wrong era because mm. I think they were one of the most talented bands that ever came out of the 80s. And Tom Kiefer, if you listen to his solo stuff, mm. he's still, I mean, he's on top of his game. I saw him in Nashville, uh, what, two and a half years ago, I think. And he just nailed it. I mean, the guy, he's I mean, their the man behind that listen band. to it, it's yeah. not hair metal at all. He's got a brand new album out too. That's right, he does. And I think yeah, he's doing for it right now, if I'm not mistaken. anyway. Well, was that's that, what, what was that, Jim? Cinderella, to me, after bluesy. Night Songs, was a exactly. fucking blues rock Yeah, band. it was a blue, completely blues album. I mean, album. Heartbreak Station. Uh, if you listen, uh, I played last time on my radio show, uh, Shelter Me. Oh, good Lord, here we winner. go. Yeah, totally. Shelter Me was Somebody awesome. Somebody must have uh, said the wrong word, because here we go again. Somebody said bottle. <laughs> if you guys uh, were able to see this live, Jeff Campbell actually made it out of an easy chair with a microphone in, so- in front of him, and he slid sideways like Axl Rose so he'd get himself a shot. Yeah, that's his move. That's his I'm move. impressed, dude. That was... Uh... Let, now, let's see if he can sit back down. Hey, oh, I had a plop. Hey, Power slide, man. Let's talk about how Jeff had a stroke and it took him a year. You know what? In rehab, right after he couldn't even play guitar for. That's right, right. And I'm glad you brought that up. Right after the interview I had with you guys in February 2019, I just started Marshall Mize, and I actually used to come over here and hang out with Jeff a little bit. (laughs) And then the stroke happened, and Jeff, we're gonna put the spotlight on you for a minute. That was, I, I think, all of us in this room. I don't know if anybody thought he was coming to play guitar again. Oh, I knew he would. It was pretty wild. Yeah, I knew he there would. was never a doubt. Never right doubt. on. Yeah, he, no, there I was never a play. doubt in his mind. So why would there be a doubt in our mind? I started so rehabbing what, what, what the did day you... I had a stroke. Yeah. I'm already rehabbing. Yeah, I mean right not on. on the guitar. Now but... you quit smoking cigarettes, right? I yeah. haven't had a cigarette now in uh, however many years it's been. A couple years. Been it was now. Easter morning. No cigarettes, kitties. It sure was. I actually remember coming over one time, uh, you and I hung out for a little bit, and I came over here, and you were able to walk again. And I remember you were telling me, my leg is still kind of dragging, it but you were already sitting day. in your chair, <laughs> and he was playing with his guitar, and he was just messing around with it. That's and that was stroll, the time man. I realized. That's but, a stroll now. He drags yeah. his leg. It's yeah. a swagger. Yeah, yeah you know. Swagger. Is that what a swagger? Kind of like Igor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> We call it, we call it smooth lightning. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> 
<laughs> Just keep him away from the stairs. Slide. Right? Okay. <laughs> All right. So I do have some questions on here, and I'm going to go to each member of the band. And I, I got a couple of things I'm really curious about. So I'm going to start with you. Ken. Ken Williams. I had to say that because they know they got to know who yeah, I'm talking not to. Looking at us. Ken who? <laughs> Our beautiful faces. Okay, so I want to know, and I'm going to ask every one of you the same question. Who are your influences in music? What got you started music? Who got you to where you're at now? Oh, man. That's well, tough, isn't it? Well, growing up, my parents, I listened to what my parents listened to because that's the only thing I knew. And what did your parents uh, listen to? Country. Okay. And so it was uh, Alabama and and uh, Alabama Roll On and and uh, Charlie Daniels Greatest Hits were the first two cassettes that I ever had. And I used to carry around one of those little black cassette tape players. Remember mm-hmm. from back in the, the early 80s, I'd tote one of those around with those two tapes. And I knew every song by heart. But I went to a uh, a birthday party one time and, and, and we watched the Michael Jackson uh, Thriller video. And that actually changed my life. Really? <laughs> and so I, I right. Yeah, I was like, I was, what? I was looking at him in the corner of my eye. I was going, I had never listened to rock and roll before. I love Michael so Jackson. So that was the first rock and too. roll I had ever heard. But then, wow. Uh, so I listened to like R&B and shit like that growing up until one day I was, uh, I turned on MTV and the video for Nothing But A Good Time by Poison was on. And my life Great changed video. again. My life changed, and 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 that was it. That was it. And then I just listened to heavier and heavier music after that. Because you could relate to that dude at the very beginning of the Poison video, where he's cleaning dishes and the guy's screaming at him. Yeah, because I'm like right? 12 years old and I'm washing fucking dishes, <laughs> watching MTV on this little black and white television in the kitchen. You know, while my parents are yelling at me, "Hurry up with that shit in there, you fucking lazy asshole!" You know. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like that's totally me right there in the video. That's I knew fantastic. that was you. I knew that was you. I did too. He just had blonde hair in the video. Okay, yeah. I saw well. the apron. You still got the apron, don't you? <laughs> Never knew that. Never knew that. I, that. That was great. Okay, you, oh, Teddy Owensby, your turn. So I've, I've known you since 2011. I guess. Yeah, I reckon. And uh, lucky you. And, uh, yeah, so what, what really, as he cracks open a light beer from Miller, <laughs> everything like you want in a beer and less. How was that? Was that good? Would they pay us for that shit? No, that's that just what it sounded like a commercial. That, that's got me like through like many, many years of really bad times. But, but I know, no, no. Miller High Life, <laughs> the champagne of beers. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know, I, I've got a bottle of Jägermeister right here on the table, and I keep showing it to Teddy. No. And we used to drink Jägermeister no. back in the day, but apparently that doesn't happen anymore. No, it does not happen. You I'm got old. No, I'm not allowed. What were your influences, man? Seriously, what 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 got you into music? First video I ever saw would have been um, probably "Looks at Kill" Nikki Six, of course. You know that was the one of the the first ones that kind of caught my caught my eye, and then. Uh, so you're talking "Shattered the Devil" on yeah, the crew that yeah, time. Yeah, I was like 13, maybe something like that. Right. And then uh, as, as it progressed, you know, Rudy Sarzo, genius, mm-hmm. uh, and then the stuff I listen to now, more like Rex Brown and heavier you know more in your face type stuff so basically so Pant- that. i mean everything oh pantera, pantera whatever yeah yeah and am i not uh did you guys i'm getting off subject here you guys opened up for damage plan no. right no hell, hell yeah, yeah. yeah. hell yeah. yeah it was yeah. hell yeah that was amazing that's right that, that was, was amazing our first shows as well. that was uh About the highlight of our lives really yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that yeah. was a good one. I was sitting over there, uh, and Vinny Paul's standing like five feet. I just kind of looked at him and waved. He yeah. Was there with his, with his, his elbow <laughs> on the side of the stage, yeah. on the stage right. Well, Chad, and, uh, and he was actually Mustang sitting watching was, you guys, you know, right yeah, there doing yoga backstage with everybody. Yeah, we're doing we're, we're doing, doing our sound check, and show. Chad Gray's laying back there on the back on a yoga mat, stretching out, and the bassist comes walking around. We're doing our sound check, and he looks up and shakes his head, and I'm like, "Oh, wow, that's cool," you know? <laughs> right? You know? I mean, <laughs> and then uh, you know there was uh, I can't even remember the band that was after us. Uh, Oz set to kill was a uh, I think his sisters, and they were pretty freaking amazing too. It was a Pretty epic knot. Okay, I'll, I'll so never forget their tech, their road tech laughing at me because I had to tape lyrics to, the, <laughs> to the, the damn monitor, and he's like, "I've never seen that before." I'm like, Fuck you, man. Fuck you got that from Kiss, man. I saw Paul Stanley. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And he does. I'm going there. I promise. I'm not going there. I got it from Dia. He does it. Yeah, okay. He does it every time, and by the end of the night, it's soaking wet from spilt beer. Fuck you. What? It's the truth. <laughs> 
<laughs> but at least you got the words right. Sure. Yeah, in every single show. <laughs> sure. every, there's probably videos. Well, if he does, if he doesn't know the words, he'll just scream. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, hey, that, hey. There, there is truth that if I can't remember the words, I will mumble something and you will not be able to tell. Yeah. And then every <laughs> Please show, tell me it's not like Vince Neal, though, right? In every show, it oh, never God, fails, no. though. No. Kenny brought up Motley Crue Ken's a minute ago. Ken's got and... beers stacked in front of my bass drums. I'm hey, Ken, why don't you just go ahead and move those? <laughs> I don't need those kicked yeah. over when, inside when of my Tim bass When Tim hits drums. his bass drum, it will blow your beers away. <laughs> We have a special effect of beer spraying from behind me. Right. Dude, that'd be awesome, actually. Yeah, that's our effect. And see, I play barefooted, so I'm over here walking around, sloshing around on the stage. Dude, let, me, let me tell you something about Teddy playing barefoot, okay? In 2019, oh when I watched you guys perform, he gonna get hepatitis. Teddy, Teddy was a little buzz when the show started, and he is bouncing around. He's having fun. He's raising hell. And I remember looking at my wife going, he's going to pay for that shit He's going to stub his toe. And, yo, yeah, the next oh. day, Teddy's like text me going, Fuck, I can't move, dude. I'm not going to work today. We did a nice job, dude. We we did a show in Atlanta, and there's a picture of me. I was actually behind Tim's drums, behind him playing. And I come back off, and I step down. Whenever I step down, I stump my damn big toe on his one of his one of his stands. And there's a picture, and I swear to God, it just the most right at the moment you stub. Oh, it's it's like at that (laughs) moment he knew he fucked up. Yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be on the inside of the album cover. Look at that rock face Teddy has on in yeah. that picture. No, he well, just he's struggling through that riff. It was brutal. Yeah. It was brutal. Yeah. All right, Tim, I'm going to throw it over to you now. So um, I've known you for a bit. I uh, know some members of your family. Great people. Where did you, what, what got you into music? What band turned you on? You said, I'm doing this drumming thing. This is the drummer from Bang Chapel, guys. I'm going to tell you right now, he's off the fucking chain. One of the better drummers you, I've heard in years. Uh, man, yeah, I've got, I've got older brothers. And basically, I was about five years old, and uh, Kiss Destroyer did nice. it for me. Just totally. And I mean, I'm talking five years old, jamming on Kiss, loving Peter it. Chris. And, I, and then uh, Kiss Alive too. you know, as I was a very young kid. And then as it uh, went on, I wasn't really playing or anything. I was just jamming on music. You know, all the stuff, Black Sabbath, Ozzy, well, and Hank Williams Jr., you know, the Aerosmith, the Red album. We jammed on that a lot. But then when I started playing, uh, it was Tesla and Cinderella. Nice. You know, Poison, all, all that good stuff. And I'm noticing there's a link between all of you guys, between some of the really cool bands that came out in the 80s. And it's almost like you guys took a little piece from each band. <laughs> yeah, and then Megadeth. I'm getting you in a minute. Hold on, Jeff. Megadeth definitely, uh, you know, was another huge influence. But uh, really? I always say, though, uh, Metallica, Master of Puppets, taught me how to play drums. 100%. Okay, so you go from Molly Crew, Poison, some of the other bands. When was that? And, and I know what you're saying. There's a reason I'm asking this. When was that moment when you first heard Metallica or Megadeth and went, okay, this other stuff I'm listening to is good, but this is a whole different level? Yeah, uh, man, we had some friends. You know, he's hanging out up in Hidden Harbor, and uh, we were jamming on Ride the Lightning Master and uh, Kill Em All and all that. And then, of course, Master of Puppets came out, and that was it. So it was I amazing. I started it? learning it. <laughs> I mean, that the first time I heard that album, I actually remember thinking to myself, honestly, Poison, all, Warrant, all, okay, whatever, dude. Uh, this you said is, Warrant. You said Warrant. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Warrant. Dude, when I worked as a roadie uh, for the crew, when I worked with a roadie uh, You the never crew, know when we might whip out a Warrant song. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, we are, is there a story behind this somewhere the I need to We do one and a half Warrant songs. <laughs> No, yeah, we one do and one half. half. One half, half Warren songs. Half. Oh, God, what was it? No, we Dare I ask? No, we love Warren. What Good. was it? Repressed Memories. I love that. Uncle okay. Tom's Cabin. No, it wasn't. Yeah, that wasn't. Uncle Mr. Tom's Rain Cabin is a cool song. It's favorite. the only good you know, song they ever did. That whole album is a killer album, dude. No, really? That song, the worst song on that album is Cherry. Down Boys. Down Boys. I got a great always full with Down Boys. I know Josh, you're going to have a horrible time trying to get all this together. You just said something that's amazing to me. I love that song. That's what we used to play. We used to play Welcome that. Welcome to the Cavs. No way. <laughs> yeah. Y'all got to be kidding me. Hey, Mr. Rain we no, we played uh, Save All Your Love by Great White. Okay, now Great White's a cool band, though. He's he's cut off. You should hear Ken <laughs> sing that shit. <laughs> you got to be videotaping it. Anyway. Yes, I'm saying this out loud. Let, let, me, let me give you guys some background on Jeff Campbell here. When I do my radio show at night, okay, <laughs> Jeff Campbell and Teddy Owensby, they do everything they can to make me laugh during the radio show. They do. I mean, trust me. 
just and so I'll say, track. hey, you guys here? And I'm like doing my show. And then Jeff will come up with some pictures that I swear to God, guys, one day I'll you share them. Be careful. They are, uh-oh, Ken's into the liquor now. Oh, Ken's, on, oh, wow. You got a long drive. Here we go. Jeff, I'm going to come to you on this then. So you have been awesome with me on my radio show. You make us laugh nonstop. It seems like to me, if everybody I talk to, Jeff has a unique personality in the band, if I can say it that way. And guys, we are sitting in Jeff's basement right now. Where studio's at? And I'm looking around this, and, and I know Josh is going to take some pictures. The LPs, the posters, the guitars he makes. It is a total music heaven in here. So like a little I museum or something. It's total chaos. Well, I know, but they don't need to know this. This is all in a These are all tra- uh, from my brain here. This is what my brain looks like. It's all full of music That's and stuff. Actually, Memorabilia. Is, this is actually just a big blue screen. Right. It's, is that what it is? I'm that projecting it, is, it from my mind projector. right now. <laughs> all right, Jeff, what got you into music? What band? Good Lord, this is going downhill. Let me tell you, in sixth grade, the you first. You remember sixth grade? Okay, in sixth grade, the first rock band, really metal band that I ever had, I bought a brand new Walkman, and my mom said, any cassette you want to get, get it. Oops. I bought Mental Health by Quiet Riot. Yes. Right on. Ooh, nice. Yes. The first metal album to ever go number one in history. I had folks. to go through four of those cassettes, awesome. probably. It was. It was Wore the very first metal out. album. Anyway, I started, I, I was going to church, I was doing things. Wait, did you say you were going to church? Yes, yes. There, that's, that's a whole other world right there. They used to so always I was go to jam, church I start, when I, I ended up jamming on a lot of Striper. So Striper, and to this day, I love Striper. And yeah, that's, that's, that's another Sweet. one. Uh, that's another cool. one for uh, me, too. And yes. White Cross of other, of mm, other bands. Yes. Really? White Cross yes. and Striper. So anyway, uh, one day yeah, I'm cool up band. at Teddy's house. And I had just met him not to, you know, maybe six months before that. So how, how old were you guys in? Uh, 13 years maybe, old, maybe. Yeah, 13 yeah. or 14 years yeah. old. I was in sixth grade, so I had to, I might have been 12 years old. Uh, I think I punched his buddy and he they ran off. <laughs> yeah, Teddy was beating up kids like me before I met him. But anyway, we ended up hitting it off. And we he introduced me to this, this riff. <laughs> Called Crazy Train <laughs> by Ozzy. And right. I'd already heard uh, Black Sabbath, you know what I mean? Uh, Sweet Leaf and stuff like that. And I was really kind of intrigued with that sound. And uh, then he let me hear Ozzy, the the new Ozzy. So I heard uh, Crazy Train and I really liked that riff. And uh, it wasn't maybe two weeks later, he let me hear Master of Puppets. It's always back to Master of Puppets. Metallica, Metallica Master of Puppets. Life, okay, did you it's guys one of the see greatest Metallica metal albums when they ever made. Yeah. 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 In the beginning. Yes. In the beginning. And when I heard that, I just lost it. And I was like, I'm heavy for life. Yeah. Right, right. And, uh... Uh, after that, it was <laughs> yeah. it was Pantera <laughs> changed my life. Now. <laughs> Pantera Cowboys from Hell. We These saw guys are giving poor Jeff no mercy. <laughs> we saw him open for Skid Row. Pantera on the Cowboys from Hell. Yes, no way. Did you? And I got escorted. I was scared. Out. We were just talking <laughs> wait, about wait, that before yeah. you guys. You know, I keep and now trying to focus, when you guys tell me stories, I keep trying so to focus on So if you want to look at me, it's a <laughs> mixture between Pantera and Allison Chains. Okay, and that's what I. That's that's me. So you're talking right around 90, 91 to yeah, 94. Yeah, I mean, that's where I really found exactly what I was looking for. How the hell did you get out? This is Teddy Owens beat. I'm, I'm just going on the record, okay? How did you get escorted out of a Pantera concert? What that's did you really possibly good, do? That's a really good question, you know. How I could you, I was doing how great. How could anybody get thrown out of a I Pantera mean, concert? The Fox that, Theater. It was at the hands on fire. No, horseshit, no. <laughs> <laughs> Only because he stood up. My God. I, yeah, because he stood up. In the chair. Because where was it at? What was that? It was Fox in Atlanta. Theater, the Fox yeah. Theater in Atlanta. Okay. okay. No, no, you can't So I'm standing up in the chair. And I mean, I'm just doing what I'm going to do. And the security yeah. dude comes over and tells me to sit down. I tell him to fuck off. He leaves. <laughs> comes back with two more security guys. I tell them to fuck off. <laughs> Well, they come back with four, and I can't tell them to fuck off, so they fucked me off. They they took him outside. Yeah. <laughs> it was uh, like a toss. Were you, were you there, Tim? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah I was standing right next to him. It was like right yeah. after we met Tim. We just and I promise you, with him. none of them tried to stop him. No. We were what in a, a great first trash impression. Alley. <laughs> We were just we were just enjoying the show. You were the biggest dude there. I mean, this guy over here is like 
Hey, I wasn't this big. We named our band Trash Alley yeah, because stood. we couldn't go with Skid Row. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. I'm fucking trying, dude. <laughs> no, no that's right. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you asked for it. <laughs> I know I did. My bad. Okay. I think I'm going to... Uh, okay, I got to go in then. One answer. <laughs> one answer from each of you. Who's your favorite band ever, Ken? Dio. Awesome. Teddy, who's your favorite band ever? Pantera. Tim Gray, what's your favorite band? I know it's tough, isn't it? Man, my favorite entertainer is always Elvis Presley, but my favorite band's probably Tesla. Right on. Wow. Nice. And Mr. Campbell? <sighs> I don't know, man. When it comes down to it, He's going to say Dire Straits. Clutch. <laughs> it's like Clutch. I mean, I'm, right when he says Dire Straits. Believe it or not, clutch. it's Clutch. Really? Or, and, you know, Pantera, but they're not around anymore. Clutch is still around. So anything Clutch does is good with me. I love a heavy groove. I'm, I'm going to tell everybody right now, I, I, I'm talking off four of these guys, and, you know, Jaws over here next to me is laughing his ass off, and he's going to have a really great time. Josh trying don't to know what to think about us. I'm over um, here fucking crying. <laughs> Stop this crying. This has got to be one of the baby. funniest. I don't think I've ever heard anything like this. This is fucking, but it's so rock and roll. And all you guys have stayed friends. I mean, through everything. And that's one thing that amazes me. Through everything you guys have been through, Different bands, different area, different life, changing moments, whatever. Somehow or another, you guys have all stayed friends, and you're still writing music. And believe it or not, it's kind of rare right now. Uh-oh, yeah. Jeff just, he just, uh, Jeff, Jeff, here, here we go. Here, here comes the damn rap. Here he ball. goes. Jeff just grabbed the acoustic guitar. It's probably out of tune. Yeah, I was going to say. Out of tune. Yeah. And that's it. That's all. That's all that's you it. get. That's all she's got. <laughs> That was his best Thompson Twins. Hey. <laughs> if, you, if you ain't jamming the Thompson now, Twins, the crowd. Go on. Okay. All right. So you guys do have a new CD coming out. You guys have been working on it. I think uh, Ken, That's Teddy, what the you guys. look like in Asia. Oh, Africa. Yeah. Oh, my Africa. God. Africa. What the fuck? Africa. Yeah, they even look worse in Africa. Yeah, they're... <laughs> Oh, this is priceless. So how many songs from uh, Asia do you really know, Jeff? Come on. You hey. can tell us. <laughs> He's going to lie. I, I was about to say, whenever he spoke, I was going to say, that's a lie. <laughs> I think we have played Heat of the Moment about three times. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Heat of the Moment. I actually, the saddest thing about that, folks, is I know that song and I like that song. I love that Damn song. It. What are you talking about? Wait, wait. Oh, man. Okay, so you guys are recording a new CD. I got to hear a couple of songs. We are going to be playing. And what is the name of the first song, guys, that we're going to be playing on here? Bloodstains will be our first single put out. And this is the disc that you guys gave me a couple of months ago. Said, "Hey, we're gonna clean this up." Yeah, Teddy swore. Teddy, Teddy brought it to my job, and he goes, "You can't fucking play this on your radio show." But that's exactly how he said it too. Now you like, don't do it. Why don't we take a quick break, really quick, from these guys? And this is Bloodstains, the brand new song, Payne Chapel, twenty twenty one. Let's tune this up.
Okay, that was one hell of a break, and I know my boy Jaws just recorded the whole fucking thing, and I wow. can't wait till you guys hear this. It'll be the outtakes. It'll be the Pain Chapel yeah. outtakes. Damn it, I meant to go take a piss. It's going to be awesome, Iron Lung. And, and Ken's got to go take a, a piss. That went on the microphone. Wow. You know, the only person that's being calm in the whole thing is Tim Gray. I know. <laughs> he's going right. chewing his gum. He's laughing Where his ass off. Tim Gray? He's over there in the old man, slippy... Pop slippy, slippy shoes. Yeah. What are you drinking over? Water? Yeah, water, my brother. Filtered. The only person. Well, water no, and batteries. Like Under Armour. Under Armour? Is that what it is? <laughs> got, on, got on my Under Armour kicks. Tim Gray is like Hulk Hogan. It's water and vitamins. Brother! <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Take your vitamins, kids. <laughs> Look at these nine inch pythons! <laughs> Fucking A! <laughs> nine inch oh pythons. My oh my god. Ken, it's Where like 29 inch. What? You might have to hear this. Folks, I, I'm really, I'm really going to tell everybody on the podcast right now, and you can hear, you, you can hear my voice. I know you can't. You can't hear my voice. Okay, I'm getting drowned out. This is so rock and roll. This is so cool. And uh, anyway, dude, I think they got him. Yeah, we've taken over. Ron. They've taken Shut over. Shut the hell fucking up! Fucking awesome. We have taken over this radio show. Helicopter, I think it's helicopter. fucking off the chain. <laughs> Hey, as you can tell, we're having the best time ever in here. Right now. Yeah, there's like way too much alcohol flowing in here. This is awesome. Tim Gray's the only person. Well, next to my producer over here, Jaws. Yeah. He anyway, you here. I know. <laughs> Every now and then I look at him and I see him laughing his ass off. I'm like, okay, this is great. So what are you guys as far as like in the future? Are you looking to tour? Are you looking to like play gigs in a city? What are your plans? I mean, what are y'all looking to do? Once the CD comes out. Well, right now we're just, well, we're trying to finish this CD. Hopefully, what is this, July? Hopefully, end of September, this thing will be done. Then we can kind of uh, try to go play a few shows, uh, basically southeast. You know, we don't venture very far. They don't like to hand you, say, $1,500 to drive 1,500 miles. So so we tend to, uh, you know, we keep it close, make it worth our time and Birmingham, Nashville, is it, is it frustrating you guys though I mean you know I was in Seattle for years and bands could play any freaking where they want to up there I come down to the south and it seems like to me it's limited where they certain cover genres bands. of music do it yeah, yeah, yeah Chattanooga is totally cover bands and tribute bands as far as what I've seen there's two to three and, and folk music yeah there's yeah. two to three you know dive bars that we've i mean we've played these we played everywhere around this town for years and years and years right now if you're not a tribute band or a cover band to in my eyes you're basically shunned we are an all original heavy metal band and and you bring up like a great i said point we're generally that. shunned so- all four of you, I'm really curious, and I've, I've talked about this on my radio show and on the podcast, is rock and roll dying? Are bands... No, no. It's coming back. Not it's at all. coming back. We are Good. classic metal. We are classic okay. metal. Yeah, classic we are not sure. this new... But is it hard for you guys to get a audience lyrics. as far as people that want to hear it? Because And, and here's why I'm asking that. When because they I hear listen it, to they're freaked kids. out. They're like, holy shit. Well, most of I haven't heard shit like that. I've never heard shit like that. Right. Well, uh, I've never heard shit like that. A lot <laughs> of the people, go. a lot of the people that like us the most are other musicians. We <clears throat> we attract other musicians because our our shit is is riffy and and and. Uh, uh, Okay, noise cult. Classic I'm, I'm friends with, I'm, I'm friends with Don Carr. Yeah. You, you guys have played with Noise Cult out of Nashville, right? Yes, that's, that's several times. That's all and you guys yeah. are friends with him. Oh, yeah. Times. Yeah, Noise Cult, man. Great and guys. I, I hey, noticed Noise Cult's doing a couple of uh, concerts and gigs up around the area. I'm friends with the guys from 8-Ball. You guys know them. I got to make a show. When I, I'm about to say, so what does it take in the South to get a show together because it was easier in the Northwest anywhere but here. Chattanooga. Yeah, really yeah, that yeah. bad. Yeah, generally you got to be in that circle. If they haven't heard your songs, they're not going to come hear you. That's the problem. Wow, it's the biggest problem. Everybody, yeah, the thing around here is so close-minded. You're music. not going to give you a and chance. I under, you know, I Don't understand that. It. That's shitty I, to say. I understand, like bar owners. You know, they want to make money. Right. But, you know, they could have a Wednesday or a Thursday or whatever it is to have local bands come through. There's a ton of local bands around here that are killer. 
but right. you just can't get you can't get in the door. And they all say, and they, they all support, sing cover songs, right? They all say they support the local scene, but there's only a certain band, a certain uh, circle criteria, like, circle, circle like that they said. will support. Yeah. And They're I hate to say this, and, and you know, it's my podcast, and I can say when people freak out when they hear vocals like Ken Williams, right? Power drums like, but Ken if you're in Ray. Seattle area, everybody loves it. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously. Bass mm-hmm. runs like well, Teddy well, Hornsby. You know, and you know, riffs like Jeff it's, Campbell. It's, it's like they, it, we don't have awesome ass fucking concerts here of any kind. We nobody used to. We used to. We used to. Because nobody comes and sees that shit here. Right. They're they coming. All are up They're coming. North. All the big festivals with all the cool ass bands, all right. the cool rock bands, all the cool old metal bands. They're all playing festivals up north. And for Even everybody... the cool new rock bands, like bands like Crowbot and shit like that are playing the festivals. Crowbot's been around since the 90s and they're so fucking badass but they've never made it to that status that these other bands like Five Finger Death Punch and all these cliche bands. Which is crap. They're cookie cutter bands. You know, we write songs from the heart. We write songs. And on that, that I make five us feel good. Punch. We like I the songs we write. About once every yes. five weeks. The only reason I do it because people ask me to. Right. And I'm going to say this on my podcast. And yes, I'm saying this. I don't give a damn who I offend. Every fucking song you hear from Five Figure Death Punch sounds exactly like every fucking song they've ever done. Which sounds every exactly damn fucking song. like Metallica. Sellable music yeah, does it, not it, mean cheap copy good music. Look, one thing for sure. <laughs> look, let me guarantee y'all one thing for sure, though. Payne's Chapel has got a new album coming out called King of the Calling, and it's going to rock your fucking world, and you're going to shit in your fucking pants when you in fucking your pants. hit I poopy. can't wait to hear you, They're going mean, to call you poopy pants after you hear us. Yeah, old poopy pants. He must have been listening <laughs> to that new Paints Chapel. Well, hey, that's a pretty good segue right there. What you think, folks? Little uh, enemy is me. Enemy oh, yeah, that's is a, me. Yeah. Hear and that shit. Here we go. You know what? And here is the new song from Paints Chapel. This one is absolutely badass. This is Enemy is Me. <laughs> Okay, so great songs from Payne Chapel. Question for all you guys. You mentioned the new CD may come out September, October, somewhere around Probably there. October. Now, buying the CD, purchasing the CD, hearing the music, you guys have a website, right? Yeah, uh, what, it's, yeah what it's going to be is uh, just follow us you know, on Facebook and Instagram at Payne's Chapel. But once we have this CD manufactured, it's going to be on Amazon. It's going to be absolutely everywhere available. Right on. And it'll be, uh, you know, end of October. Okay. And so, are you guys looking to tour? Are you looking? I'm not. I, I say touring. Show and, me and the money, Ron. There we go. You know, it's really funny because the other day, I'm so glad Tim said that. The other day, I think I put a, a message to all of you guys. Why? Do you I have was some like, money? Hey, uh, a couple of guys want to, uh, a couple of bands. Yeah, no, yeah, me, right. He's a car salesman. A couple of, yeah. <laughs> Hey, bite me, bitch. Uh, anyway. <laughs> you got to remember, my 
whole family's car salesman, so. I'm not a car salesman. I'm a meat cutter that sells cars, and I'm actually a DJ, too, okay? Uh, That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. He's the most crooked motherfucker sitting in this room. (laughs) Oh, man, we're going to go there? Shit. I hate all of you. All right, so um, once the CD comes out, are you guys looking to do, you know, some gigs in Chattanooga, surrounding area? Do you guys want to get out and play? Well, we'll see. I mean, um, I'm talking to a couple of people around Chattanooga, you know, about doing a show. We prefer to be in the, you know, the little nicer clubs. Uh, like I said, we've played dives for 30 years, right. and, and we play a couple of those. But, man, the thing about it is nobody wants to go to some shitty stinking fucking ran down shithole with no air conditioning to see a great band uh right so but no like i said follow Payne's chapel on facebook and instagram at Payne's chapel and there'll be a show and it's going to be nice and everybody's going to come in and have a listen you know where you sunday best there you go <laughs> somebody keeps whispering here I swear to God, okay, let me tell you guys, how. if you see the pictures that me and Josh are posting right now, um, I got Ken Williams and Teddy Owens me on my right. I got Jeff Campbell, who is, well, he's actually, he's sitting up, I think. Are you uh, to my Jeff? Left. I'm here. <laughs> there he is. All right. He's, he's sitting there. Tim is the one sober person in the room right now. Um, this has no, been. Josh is sober as well. He is. Josh is. Josh, <laughs> yeah, Stop I, forgetting I'm, about your fucking producer. <laughs> this is why I fucking hired a sober producer. Best <laughs> seat in the house. <laughs> What's in? Y'all drank that whole damn bottle. Y'all really did. I shall make a slide out of the Metallica whiskey bottle top. Thank you. Come on, we're blackened. Blackened. Yeah. <laughs> ha. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Hey, guys, I I want to tell everybody on the show, and I want to tell all four of you guys, this has been awesome. This has been fun. This is Payne's Chapel, Ken Williams, Teddy Owensby, Tim Gray, and the one and only Jeff Campbell. Thank you guys so much for doing this interview with us. Yeah, appreciate that. He snorted over there. Yeah. What do you got to say, Jeff? Go ahead, baby. You can say it. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you say you say it. He sounded like me at the end of my radio show last night. Awesome. <laughs> I know one thing. I've never seen Ken Williams laugh this hard ever. And I'm watching everybody like wipe tears away from their eyes. It's too fun. Tim, Tim's sitting over here. Damn, I can't wait to get home. I got a hamburger waiting at the house. Look, um, great music, great new music. We can't wait to share all this. I can't wait for the world to hear all this. I love all of you guys. Thank you so much for supporting the radio show. The Album podcast. drops in October. Yes, it does. Or November. Or September. October. You guys are going to be three fucking months now. All of you give me three months when the CD's dropping. In other words, we will be releasing the CD in February of 2022. <laughs> Exclusively <laughs> with one. In February of 2022. Right, right? probably just fucked us by saying that. Oh, man. And they're all going to blame this on me now. Okay. Welcome to the it's dysfunction. I know, right? Anyway, thank you so much, guys. This has been a lot of fun. My poor producer is going to have all kinds of hell trying to uh, edit this. Our pleasure. I figure you ought to just run the damn thing and don't even care. God bless America. <laughs> run it. <laughs> Absolutely. One more time. The name of the new CD is? King of, King the, of calling. the Calling. Payne's Chapel, King of the Calling. It'll be coming out in October. Follow Payne's Chapel on Facebook and Instagram at Payne's Chapel. We've got other websites. You can find them from there. But look, that's where you're going to find it. Right. And anybody follow my radio show, also the podcast, you know I'm always tagging Payne's Chapel and everything that I do. Go to their Facebook page. Go to their website. Check it out. The new music will be coming out. And of course, you guys are in the new music. Uh, you've heard the new music. I totally burped, didn't I? I really did. I Nobody heard that. I couldn't help it. Yeah, he heard was that. Josh. You didn't even think about it. You what? just kept on talking like it didn't even happen. <laughs> the worst part is, I didn't even drink this much. Hey, I'm guys, like, that was outstanding. <laughs> that was Payne's burp, Chapel. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. I thought I was bringing a professional. <laughs> yeah. Hey, just, just be glad Josh I didn't talk about. Speaks. Just be glad I didn't talk about turning your radio show into a drinking game. So yeah, pretty much right. Yeah, but um, we our plan was to take like experts ex excerpt. I can't even say the fucking word now. 
excerpts, thank you, Jeff, of this and doing it on my radio show. But blipper, blipper, I'm like blopper, watching blipper, all blopper, this blopper, going, blipper. what the fuck are we going to excerpt here to put on here? I mean, basically, it's going to be Tim uh, going, Josh work it out. this is our new song. And we're just going to go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, everything else gone. Who else is in the band? I don't know. I was talking to Tim. Usable. An hour and a fucking half, and nothing is usable except yes. for Tim going. This is our new song. Yeah, sorry, folks. Gonna uh, we were going to have an interview, but Tim was the only one who showed when up. When I asked what the name of the album was, wait. When I asked the name of the album, all three of you right here turned and looked at him. Okay, and everybody got quiet. It's like, well, okay. there was a lot of laughing during the interview. Well, because you were asking a serious question, so we were looking at the only serious person. We Good only laugh. At we only laugh at serious questions. Yes. <laughs> Hey, thank you so much for all you guys for being on here. I can't wait to see what comes up next. If these two will stop over here. I wish you guys could have been here to see this. This has been great. Hey, when the CD comes out, we will be announcing it. Um, Support your local bands. Thank you so much, Ken Williams, Teddy Owensby, Tim Gray, Jeff Campbell. This has been fun on a crazy level. You guys gave me my very first interview years ago. And uh, now Timmy's uh, Timmy Timmy. Timmy, fuck is happening right now? <laughs> Teddy, Teddy, fuck. I don't know. Teddy's always he's, he's flipping switchblades and shit. I'm like, wow, man, I better do this interview Here's again someday. Here's my wallet, someday. motherfucker. Leave me alone, <laughs> Timmy. Timmy, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, thank you to all you guys, man. This has been an awful lot of fun, and uh, can't wait till the CD comes out. And we will be talking with uh, Payne's Chapel again in the future. Thank you so much, guys. This has been a fucking blast. Sorry, too. You're welcome.